Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Being in a healthy marriage with my wife is an absolutely amazing thing. It can be so fulfilling when you do things the right way, the way God intended. But when the relationship is unhealthy, it can be very destructive. There are people that prey on others that allow this type of thing. We, we call this abuse, or in some cases, a cult. Cults are interesting. God created in everyone the desire to know and worship Him. And many reject God and look to get to know and worship something or someone else. And cults and cult leaders prey on these kind of people. One of the things that we have seen over the last two years in relation to our response to COVID is just how similar it is to how a cult treats its people. Like illustrated in this article by Megan Fox uh, that came out about four days ago, she said, I have HBO Max and I love it. Out of all the streaming services, HBO Max gives the best content for the money, in my opinion. Maybe it's because I'm a documentary junkie (laughs) and and the documentaries on HBO Max are plentiful. I recently binged Heaven's Gate, the cult of cults, and could not believe the similarities between them and and the true believers of the cult I've come to call the Branch Covidians. <laughs> I'm not talking about the people who are going along with the you know, regulations because they're trying to survive, nor the ones who got the vaccine to keep a job, nor even the ones who don a mask just simply to go to the grocery store and go shopping. The Branch Covidians are much more insidious than that. These are the people for whom it is not enough to slavishly conform with every directive. And like, I put my cloth mask over my N95 type people. Despite COVID having a 99.9% survival rate. No, these people demand that everyone else also conforms to every dictatorial decree that comes down from on high like a message from God. The second coming of the Christ took the form of Anthony Fauci to these people. (laughs) They stayed inside for an entire year, seeing no one but the back of their grocery delivery person. (laughs) They never spent time with family. They didn't go to their nephew's birthday. They didn't visit their grandmother unless it was through a window. And it's not enough that they did those things. They want you to do them too. And if you don't, you're doomed to hell on earth. Now, many of you might not even know of the story of Heaven's Gate cult. Uh, The story is kind of bizarre. It's It's fascinating. It's ultimately really extremely sad. Uh, 39 people, including cult leader Marshall uh, Applewhite, participated in a mass suicide in 1997. They they convinced uh, them that their souls would leave their human containers, as they put it, and be transformed into enlightened 
alien beings uh, hitching a ride on a comet, a Hale-Bopp comet, if you remember, as it came through. They, they would soar through space to a better place known as the next level. Now, the similarities are stunning between the two. The, the Heaven's Gate cultists were told to stay in and not see anyone, and the Covidians are saying the same thing, of course. Uh, now now it's a reality in, in Australia, and, and hashtag Australia has fallen is now twen- trending on Twitter. Australia's health officer, now they call him their, their health officer. Is, is there a worse-sounding totalitarian title than that? <laughs> he's, he's deemed um, and, and determined that the unvaccinated in Australia's Northern Territory can no longer leave their homes for the rest of the week. In, in the case that they need to go to work or even exercise, doesn't matter. They can't. They can't do it. Only the unvaccinated. That's right. The health officials are prohibiting fresh air and exercise for unvaccinated Australians. That is, it, it's, it's a real thing. It doesn't come from the onion or the bee or anything like that. Provided, pr- providing that this, this declaration is merely a punishment to coerce the unvaccinated into getting vaccinated, we know that's what it's about. It's not about health. It's not about anything like that. It's, it, it is proving that this is simply to try to punish those that won't get the jab. Even though the vaccine has not stopped transmission and has not shut down the virus as everyone said it would, um, in fact, in fact, uh, one of the, the guys there that's, that's overseeing, uh, what's happening in Australia said that, he, that he says, he says, remember these restrictions only apply to those who are not fully vaccinated. It's not, it's not everyone else. It's only the unvaccinated. He said, I am the, am I the only one who sees that this is not about your health? and never was, this is a mass mind control experiment. And the remaining question is this, will the people of the world continue to allow this massive overreach by governments over once free people? That's the question. Heaven's Gates cultists were following their Christ on earth. His name was Doe, <laughs> I don't know, who said that he was the son of, of God the Father who was named T. <laughs> Again, I don't know why, why they come up with these kind of names, but T and Doe had a lot of rules for their class members too. The rules were strictly similar to what we have gone through since 2020. Heaven's Gates members were told to cut ties with all family, to deny human desires for connection, sex and, and socialization, and and to retreat from the world into a closed community. There would, there they would uh, wait for a sign that their savior, in the form of space aliens in this case, was coming to get them and do work uh, so that they could do work in the kingdom of heaven. Another interesting part of the philosophy of the Heaven's Gate people was that their idea of what that work in heaven would be, it wouldn't be creating families, uh, nor would it be to, to love uh, or have relationships, but communal work in the service of one entity. The, the ultimate goal for Heaven's Gate was to transcend humanness and become 
alien-like with no human emotions or desires. Class members would one day even lose their need to speak. And and, they would only communicate through ESP, as they were taught. They believed this outcome would be the next level, the next step in the evolution of our beings. It, It does not escape my notice that the Branch Covidians want the same thing for us. They want us to stop celebrating holidays, stop socializing with friends and family, and stop having you know, joyful human relationships and instead opt for the digitizing of our lives into machines and, and serving the government unquestionably. We had already been, you know, communicating mostly silently through texting and emails for some time, but the onset of COVID unlocked and, 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 and and really the, the lockdowns of COVID exacerbated that to such an extent that now some people are finding it difficult to speak to people in public. The New York Times published an article called, Don't Worry, You Can Learn to Talk to People Again. <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't just them. There, there, there are plenty of articles detailing how, how millions of people are losing their social skills. They're developing social anxiety and failing uh, at being human beings, just for lack of a better term. The, the big difference between Heaven's Gate and the Branch Covidians is that the Heaven's Gate folks, they were actually super nice. <laughs> they didn't have any mechanisms over, uh, you know, over others that, that, that they could uh, do anything else other than just simply persuade them or try to convince them to join their cult. The, the, the branch Covidians have access to, to every government institution and will literally destroy your life if you don't join their cult. You'll be fired or have your business shut down. Your kids can't go to school. You will be unable to travel. And, and, and you could even be imprisoned. You don't believe me. There, are, there have been many examples of this, like this one that just happened just a few months ago. Charges uh, of criminal trespass have been dropped against uh, a Rochester, New York radio uh, uh, talk show host, Sharon Joy who found herself in handcuffs after she attended her local school board meeting in August. Joy and a group of other concerned parents attended a Fairport Central School District meeting on behalf of their children. During the meeting, the school board sent security to harass Joy and others whose masks slipped underneath their noses. (laughs) On Tuesday, PJ Media attended uh, Joy's press conference before the arraignment, and uh, many parents... Uh, as they, is, is, is this is uh, their quote, many parents see the, the bullying tactics that sometimes employed by school boards and superintendents who don't want to hear from parents about their children's education. This is what she told a crowd, uh, obviously just outside the courthouse. It, it should be noted that in, in Monroe County and surrounding counties there, no one is required to wear a mask or you know, wear a mask anywhere other than public schools, government buildings, and some doctor's offices. There is no government mandate anymore there. Stores, restaurants, and malls are completely mask-free. The arbitrary nature uh, of of wear a mask on school property when it isn't required anywhere else makes little sense other than to be used as a weapon, obviously, of, of power over citizens. And 
obviously this wasn't even during school time. This was during a school board meeting. Joy, Joy told the, the Daily Wire that, quote, it is becoming blatantly apparent that the Fairport School Board, Superintendent Brett uh, Provenzino, uh, and an outside organization called Black in the, in the Burbs. I've never heard of this organization. I, Black in the Burbs is what they call themselves. Uh, collaborated to to create meeting conditions designed to result in my arrest. Joy believes she was targeted by the board for her activism. It, I, I've been an outspoken community organizer with a large media platform and am often critical of the board's policy and practices regarding masking and coerced vaccination, uh, critical race theory, and com- uh, comprehensive sex education, she, she said. Um, Quote, these individuals are so frightened of transparency and, and organic open discourse that they sought to silence, intimidate, and public humiliate me to serve as a warning to any other parents who dare to speak up, Joy continued. Instead, they have inadvertently outraged our community even further. Joy isn't the only activist who has been arrested in Monroe County alone for similarly questioning, uh, you know, for similarly questionable reasons. Rochester's attorney, Chad Hummel, was arrested for not wearing a mask outside at his child's soccer game, where he was 150 feet away from anyone except immediate family members. Three of the four charges against him have since been dropped, but the criminal trespass charge is still being litigated. Hummel is uh, also uh, representing another mother who has been outside um, and and outspoken at school board meetings in a uh, nearby county. She was recently arrested under similar circumstances when her autistic son, who has a mask exemption, was kicked off the bus after an alleged physical struggle with the driver over masking has has anyone stopped to assess whether or not we've been instigated in and, and initiated into a, a a cult how is a cult defined and what are the danger signs according to cult education there are several signs that you should look for if you think that you might be getting into a cult number 1 that absolute authoritarianism without meaningful accountability. So to to whom have governors been accountable when they've extended states of emergency for going on going on three years now? Or demanded that you receive medicine you don't want or else you'll lose your job? No one, in the blue states anyway. To whom is the health department accountable? Not to voters, they're, they're, they're not elected. And yet, they can have you locked in your house and restrict you from going to the grocery store if you have a cold, which Omicron literally is. I mean, it's, or at least it acts like it. That seems like an absolute authoritarianism to me. Now, number two, number two sign, no tolerance for questions or critical inquiry. (laughs) You can see where I'm going with this one, right? If you question the official narrative of the CDC or, of course, Pope 
Anthony Fauci, you are banned from all popular platforms and your message is censored and stifled. It doesn't matter if you spent your life practicing science and uh, treating patients and studying uh, immunology. If, if your conclusions are different than the ruling authority, then you're demonized and silenced. Number three, you, no meaningful financial disclosure regarding budget or expenses, such as an independent audit and of, of financial statements. This one can be compared to the transparency of, of data. That there is none. And, and nothing else needs to be said beyond what Scott Adams tweeted out just, just a few days ago. He said, if it's opaque, it's fake. <laughs> Number four, unreasonable fear about the outside world, such as impending catastrophe, evil conspiracies, and, um, and, and, and such. It's dangerous out there. Don't go out, you hear, right? Your fellow citizens are, are walking disease vectors who could kill you or grandma. You are a danger everywhere. These type of things are great examples of what it's talking about here. Number five, there, there is no legitimate reason to leave. A, a former follower who leaves are always wrong. They're negative and they're even evil. See Joe Rogan, who, who was accused of, of taking horse dewormer when, when he got COVID. Of course, it was ivermectin, right? Number six, former members often retaliate this, or, or I'm sorry, relate the same stories of abuse and reflect a similar pattern of grievances. As, as anyone, has anyone got out successfully yet? I'm not sure, but I can't wait to hear their stories when they do. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if you, if you know of somebody who was a branch COVIDian and has gotten out and is, as Turn their way of thinking and let me know. <laughs> Number seven, followers feel they can never be good enough. I wear two masks. I got my kid three boosters and posted them crying on Facebook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I got four shots <laughs> and wear three masks and have my and, and have cut my unvac unvaccinated family out of my life. <laughs> They, they, there's almost a competition to it, right? Branch Covidians are always trying to outdo each other uh, with their devotion to their cult. I, I even saw a post the other day that said that a couple had gotten COVID and they were staying home to quarantine and feel better. They had to add at the end of the post, quote, still 100% glad we are vaccinated. And glad I've gotten my booster. Unquote. I mean, how how do you how do you get sick from COVID and still you're 100 percent glad that you got vaccinated and got the booster? It defies logic. All right, number eight. The group leader is always right, even when Fauci is wrong. He's right. <laughs> he said he said don't wear a mask, and masks are security theater. And then he said, well, go ahead and wear one. And then he said, well, you need to wear two. <laughs> and he said the, the vaccines were 90% effective. And then he said they're 80% effective. And then he said they're 70% effective. And now he says, don't, you know, 
they don't reduce the transmission at all. And, and somehow he's still right. It doesn't, again, it all defies logic. Number nine, the group leader is the exclusive means of knowing truth or receiving validation. No other process of discovery is acceptable or credible. <laughs> all you have to do on this one is just see number eight, right? The last one. We uh, we are not not under safe leadership at this point. This is a cult. You're in a cult. I'm in a cult. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I have to be the one to break the news to you. But those are the facts, according to the cult experts, right? There's a certain portion of the population who cannot be hypnotized, who are not in danger of being sucked into this cult. And of course, I mean, you know, they're, 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 the, the percentage of that is unfortunately about 25% of the population. But at least the documentaries in a few years are going to be epic, don't you think? <laughs> not, not only has, has the response to COVID been like being in a cult, but it also feels like an abusive relationship. I mean, here are some signs that you are in an abusive relationship. And and you, you see if you can draw some parallels. Number one, overly controlling. <laughs> Emotional abusers will try to make you believe they know what's best for you. Believe us, right? We are following the science. You need to believe us. At first, it will start with them being concerned for your safety. You know, safety first. We are doing these things for your good, for your good, and is, is of course the the constant cry. Next thing, they'll be tracking your credit card purchases. Well, I mean, in the case of of COVID, the government is going to need your bank to report any purchases over six hundred dollars. Their controlling behavior will even. With with even the slightest negative comment can fill you with self-doubt, which can be debilitating to your independence. You know, don't be a spreader of misinformation. You're a conspiracy theorist if you are. There's their, their possessiveness of your time limits you and can even make you unsure of what you really want to do. Well... Have you ever felt confused as to what to expect and what to do and not do when it comes to COVID? I mean, these are classic things that that are signs that you're in an abusive relationship. Now, here's another one. Shutting down. No one likes to be ignored during a disagreement. Uh, emotional abusers will sometimes go mute, refusing to discuss things further. This can be heartbreaking if the topic is dear to you. Not only that, but they will go through periods of being uh, distant and absent, even though they're physically present. This can lead you to feel like you don't matter or are, in, or, or are dispensable. You know, just about any government meeting is now on Zoom. Have you noticed that? Including some state legislators actually now. There is no public comment allowed. There, is, there has been school board meetings conducted without anyone allowed in the room. So many public meeting laws are, are being broken at this point in the name of COVID. Uh, it, it's, it's absolutely astonishing to me. Number three, 
disappointment, or disgust. If you are in a healthy relationship, a conversation should be a two-sided one and a respectful one. If if contempt becomes a theme in your relationship, it will result in nasty reactions like loss of interest, sarcasm, name-calling, and 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 the such. This this verbal abuse is belittling coming from any loved one. And of course, this is a pandemic of the unvaxxed, right? So to that, I say, let's go, Brandon. Number four, if then statements, if you go out with your friends, then I will leave you. Those type of things are signs of abuse, an abusive relationship. To some of us, this is an eye-rolling type of statement, but to victims of emotional abuse, it can seem life-threatening. These threats are blackmailing intimidation tactics, and they go hand-in-hand with your abuser's need to control everything. Their intention is to take away your choice, make you feel like you're obligated to stay, and especially if the threats are self-harm. So, does get the jab or lose your job sound familiar? How about get vaxxed so you can have your old life back? <laughs> Number five, overly defensive. Your conversations can, can, uh, cannot flow smoothly if it is constantly blocked by defenses. Posit- uh, positivity can be achieved by being open and honest with each other. If you feel you have to constantly defend yourself over the battering, then that's a red flag for an emotionally abusive relationship. So like government officials are always on the defense. And when was the last time you felt like they were open and honest with you? Even many of our trusted institutions of the past, like the medical field, have been anything but trustworthy. Here's a good one. Number six, gaslighting. This form of verbal abuse is belittling, to say the least. This is where your abusive um, will attempt to make you feel like you are crazy or the reason for blame. If you express an idea and experience even just the slightest put down from your partner, they are psychologically manipulating you into thinking you were wrong all along. This type of abuse requires no physical force. It's the verbal type. So we could do a whole podcast on this one. Uh, this would include things like, you're a conspiracy theorist. Now, don't worry about natural immunity. We just want you to get vaccinated. We are only asking for two weeks to slow the spread. It's your fault that we are not back to normal, you unvaxxed person. (laughs) Things like that. Number seven, loneliness. Emotionally abusive partners want you all for themselves. They don't want you to be happy outside of their company, so they try to convince you that your friends are against you. No one really loves you besides them, and that they are the only ones who will understand you. This is an isolating feeling which can be hard on your mental health. See, dependency on the government is so key here. They try to tell you that their only motivation is professional and in your best interest. Uh, People like Pope Fauci can't possibly be hiding that he had something to do with the creation of the virus in the first place. He is just trying to look out for your best interest. All right. Number eight, 
Due to the gaslighting, victims of emotional abuse often believe they are the reason for all the trouble in their relationship. They are made to believe that they are to blame. This is accompanied by feelings of guilt or shame at the at having caused this negativity between the two of you. You see, people just give in to the constant pressure of getting vaccinated. The, the, the way, see, see, they don't want to be the ones to blame any longer. And there's so much pressure, they just want to, to, to do away with it. So, okay, fine, I'll get vaccinated. That's what's happening. Now, whether it's cult-like behavior or abusive behavior, it is wrong what is being done to people around the world in the name of COVID. Here in the state of Washington, where this podcast originates, the state government agencies are discussing right now how they can make the vaccine mandatory for all public school children. If that was not enough, they are also discussing how they can confine unvaccinated people to camps as long as government officials deem it necessary. This is why it is so important to fight back against this power grab before all of our God-given rights are taken away to the branch COVIDians. Now, you may agree with me. You may disagree with me. I would definitely love to hear from you on this. And, and if you haven't already done so, if you would go to Facebook and our Facebook page and go ahead and subscribe there, Instagram, uh, that would definitely helps us out. And we would, again, love to... to to uh, hear from you uh, at uncommonsensepodcast.com where you can even buy merchandise and things. Uh, All of that helps us out. And again, thank you for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.